Hey there, welcome to Wellness Wednesday. This month, we're talking about bone health. Each week, I would like to introduce a new nutrient for you guys that you should consider um, in order to keep your bones nice and healthy and strong throughout your life. And I wanted to first throw out a little statistic for you, which you may or may not have heard, but 50% of women and 20% of men over the age of 50 will experience an osteoporosis-related fracture. That's a lot, especially for women. So that's half of women. And the, you know, the big reason for this is that we lose bone density as we age. So it becomes really important throughout our life to be sure you're supplying your bones with the nutrients it needs to stay strong. I think the most obvious or well-known mineral for bone support is calcium, right? Everybody talks about calcium bones and, and for bones. And so while there are many foods that contain calcium, which is a good thing, it's abundant in foods, be careful looking at charts that list the calcium content of each food because they can be a little misleading. So for instance, it may look like there is more calcium per gram of food in something like spinach or sesame seeds, but these foods have phytic acid, they're called anti-nutrients. So phytic acids and oxalates in them which bind the calcium and just make it less available for our bodies to use. Dairy products like whole fat plain yogurt, kefir or kefir, however you wanna say it. Also fish like sardines or salmon with bones preferably are more bioavailable. So this just means that our bodies are able to use them once digested. So. If you eat dairy, this is the way to go. This doesn't mean you shouldn't eat dark greens and sesame seeds, right? These are important to include as well, in addition to high quality dairy, a few times a week in order to ensure that you're getting what your body needs, the calcium that your body needs. Noting that lightly cooking them can help make the calcium more available. And I mean the dark leafy greens, collards, chard, spinach, all of that, if you lightly steam it or saute it, it can cook off some of those anti-nutrients and the calcium is then more available. So that's ideal. But don't forget that uh, broccoli and cruciferous veggies are also a good food choice for calcium. Um, their amount of anti-nutrients are much lower. So aside from food, many um, have doctors that would like them to supplement. I have lots of friends and clients and family that have doctors that are asking them to start taking calcium sub supplements. Well, um, especially if they're showing signs of bone loss. So know that there are lots of disappointing studies that, uh, that conclude um, that either calcium supplementation either doesn't work or that it actually can be harmful. So just know that supplementation isn't ideal. It's ideal to get it through food. Um, there are several theories as to why, you know, this is um, why supplements don't, um, aren't great, but consider that when you're consuming calcium foods, uh, a food will have many other synergistic nutrients in that um, along with the calcium. Um, you're not getting this mega dose of just calcium alone uh, like you can with supplements. So finding a combo supplement is likely better than just taking calcium alone um, in a supplement. So the recommendation for calcium intake is for those ages like 18 to 50 is more like a thousand milligrams per day. Whereas if you're over 50, you're going to want to look at something like 1300 milligrams per day. You want to up it a little bit. 
Um, but there are experts that really believe this number, this calcium daily intake number is lower if you're um, getting adequate amounts of other synergistic foods. So stay tuned. In the following weeks, we're gonna be discussing um, the other synergistic foods that you wanna make sure that you're getting in your diet. See you next week, guys.